guys ever think, oh, do I have ADHD? How do I know if I have ADHD or not? This whole diagnosis thing is going to take forever. Somebody give me an online quiz. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Guys, hey, thanks for coming over today. Please have a seat. Uh, make yourself... Oh, you don't want to sit down. <laughs> okay, sorry. Forgot. You have ADHD. Uh, my bad. Hey, please, pace the room. Pick at the walls. Doodle while I talk. Whatever pleases you, my lord. First, let me say a quick uh, how do you do to some Instagram folks that reached out, said hi, gave me some really some nice compliments on the show, and uh, true to last week's episode, I shall not fall prey to the cognitive distortions uh, of discounting the positive. So I'm going to say thank you, uh, full of gratitude to Nat and Stimson Molly. Um, thank you. I really appreciated that you reached out. And also you too, Tommy. Tommy reached out via the contact form on the site. So I thank you, Tommy. Y'all know how to put a smile on my face and you did it. Well done. Uh, and uh, as for everybody else, what are you guys waiting for? I'm literally sitting by my emails waiting for you to say hi. <laughs> Where are you? Okay. The ADHD diagnosis. This is a real defining moment in a life. The idea that this lifetime of quote-unquote laziness and not having our shit together, the idea that this could actually be because we have something called ADHD and that we just didn't know, so our lives have been unmanaged. The fact that we could actually be able to explain the stuff that we can't explain. We have the most bizarre brains. It's, I know how to do a thing. I can physically do the thing, but I can't do the thing. I cannot actually do the thing. So many books are written on this. Oh, and to the untrained eye, ooh, this is mm, textbook laziness. Classic case of get your shit together, dude. To the outsider looking in, it's totally confusing. It's befuddling. Someone is simply choosing not to do this thing that's so ugworthy. And they think, well, because I've seen you do other stuff, you lazy bones, I've seen you do this exact same thing. I've watched you clean a room, so I know you know how. So just do the thing that you did back then when you did it. And we're thinking, I don't know what that was. I I don't know. I'm not just choosing not to do it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. That's definitely how we feel inside. And we say the same things to ourselves, right? I mean, I know I can do this. So what the fuck is wrong with me? It makes good sense to seek out a possible diagnosis. I mean, having a better understanding of what's going on in our lives, having something to point to uh, as a cause or a struggle, it's massively helpful because then we now we have a starting point for intervention, for solving this stuff. You know, I can't get started on a crappy project that I have to do, but now I know I have ADHD. So what does someone with ADHD have to do to get the brain to zip and zap all the freaking chemicals that needed to move the limbs forward to get started? I know how to, I, I have an intervention for treatment now. It's just like any condition that requires specific attention or intervention or treatment. A lot of people cannot just drive a car. They know how to drive a car. They're good at it. They do it every day, but they can't just do it. If they were to just wake up and then get in their car and drive, it would be a roll of the dice. It would be risky. And the reason why is that they have to wear glasses. They can't see because they have craptastic vision. They need glasses to see good enough. They can't just 
see good enough, certain conditions need to be met, putting on the glasses, and then they can just do it. So imagine going through life with metaphorical crappy vision on managing life and doing things. We can't just do things sometimes. ADHD makes managing life like a real slog because it directly affects our ability to do stuff. And because it's hidden inside the little tiny flickers, the little neuro zippy zappies in that lasagna of a brain, it comes across more as a personality flaw or a me the person that's the problem as opposed to an actual physical condition. The way our brain works, it's different than the normies. So it's, it's really refreshing to alleviate the idea that I suck. Oh, you mean I'm not actually a loser? Oh, it's this thing, this thing called ADHD, this brain thing that has a name. And so the diagnosis, it, man, that comes loaded with, uh, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of relief, sorrow that I didn't know about it sooner. It's a lot of feelings. So let's talk about this diagnosis business. Here we go. Okay, so we're in opinion land here. And the caveat here is I don't want to offend anybody. I'm also not a doctor. And I, I just, I love these, these disclaimers. Oh God, if you guys only knew how much I really love the disclaimers. I mean, we live in such a, a world where I'm like, hey, just so you know, this is for entertainment purposes only. I am not trying to give you any medical advice. These are, I'm just twirling plates over here. Look at the plates twirling. Make sure you talk to your medical professional. Ugh, boy, I get it, but I don't get it. Anyway, if you notice anything contradictory or that you think isn't accurate, you can always feel free to reach out. You guys know I'm here. Offer me insight. Try to be nice about it. I'm a sensitive, fragile flower. That said, here's my two cents. This is what I fucking think. All right, I think there's two reasons to get formally diagnosed. The first is to have a name for a struggle. Like I mentioned earlier, it's uh, you know how to do a thing. You can do a thing, but you can't seemingly. Oh, God, how awesome it is that I can point to something besides I suck. Because now I can get educated, start learning how to manage my life. And then the second reason to get a formal diagnosis would be to get medicinal support. The pills, man. Get some meds to get that extra assist to move forward in life. And that requires a diagnosis. My strong opinion on the matter is they make it really freaking hard to get a diagnosis. It's such a challenge. And I've heard horror stories from people uh, about wait lists and the exhaustive testing and the, that they have to go through, in some cases, brain scans. I don't know. Did you guys have to get that? That's crazy. And then you also have, in some places, this uphill battle against the biases from doctors who maybe would minimize it or refuse to diagnose it because of their beliefs or some other ridiculous thing. So it can take months to find out if you have a thing. And the homework, finding like teacher comments in report cards from 30 years ago. Are you kidding me? The effort to get a proper ADHD diagnosis, you should actually get diagnosed with ADHD if you're unable to get your shit together enough to get the diagnosis for ADHD. That should be the parameters. Oh, you arrived late to the ADHD diagnosis appointment and you forgot your report cards from 30 years ago and you don't remember what else you were supposed to bring and you don't know what kind of medical coverage you have and you don't know what your copay is and you left your wallet in your car and you forgot that you also scheduled a, a lunch with your friend at the same time and you don't know where your phone is and the reception is just like, well, congratulations, you've got ADHD. No, 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 you don't need to see the doctor. This was all a test and you passed. Yeah, go ahead and go have lunch with your friend right now. We'll put in a prescription for you. God, they make it so hard. I think I maybe got lucky with my journey because it's a bit of a blur because I, I was going through a divorce at the time. It's about seven years ago or so. But I do remember I didn't have to get a brain scan. I, 
I know I looked at my report cards. I had to drum those up and, but none of it was stuff that I had to supply. I just verbally shared it and the conversation with my parents and the corroborated stuff like, um, you know, I would do my assignments when I was younger, but I wouldn't turn them in. That's weird. Um, I was a pleasure to have in class, but my quality of my work varied, you know, and ultimately, so ultimately after a, a few visits with a psychiatrist, then I got diagnosed ADHD predominantly inattentive. And then they prescribe the medicine and, and then it becomes more about uh, the medicine. Does this work? Oh yeah, but it gave me anxiety. Okay. Does this work? Yeah, a little bit, but it gave me depression. And so then you're basically lab ratting to find the right medicine, which makes me want to say this really quick. You really have to be brutally honest and a confident advocate for yourself when it comes to uh, post-diagnosis and getting your medicine. The medicine is no joke. The side effects can really suck and it's not necessarily going to be perfect right out of the gate. So if that's where you're at, don't try to grin and bear it. Be brutally honest with what you're going through and how you're feeling. And if you feel like you have a provider that is um, not providing the right kind of unbiased help or not listening or not caring, then, oh God, and I hate saying this, but I would recommend finding another provider. Oh God. And that's a slog all its own. Not necessarily a provider that's just going to automatically dub you ADHD, but a provider that you trust or that you feel listens and cares and gives sound advice. Now, I should say something in defense of the doctors here. They have a tricky job to do because the symptoms of ADHD, the, like the lack of focus, the motivation issues, there are symptoms that we experience that are also parts of other conditions. And that's part of the responsibility on the doctor through that diagnostic process is they have to rule out other stuff. So if they bring up anxiety or they bring up depression, that could very well be them working to rule something out. All righty, let's briefly talk about the drugs, man. Let's, yeah, man. let's talk about the drugs, man. They work, dude. The drugs are good. They help, but they don't cure. They don't do much if you're not doing anything to manage your life. Uh, so example, so I've been on Adderall. I cur I'm currently taking Adderall. I'm back on it. Need the assist. And there are days when I've taken my Adderall and I've not gotten a goddamn thing done all day, but I was crushing it on the Xbox, playing Fortnite, crushing it, impressing the hell out of my kids, super focused, locked in. So just keep that in mind uh, as we continue here. The medicine allows us to focus. Uh, the best explanation I can think of, and I, I know I shared this back in the beginning, but when you're on the medication, the, the millions of distractions that are loud and urgent and they take us oftentimes, those distractions uh, when you're on the medicine become whispers that we can easily set aside because we've chosen to focus on something else. But if I don't know what I've chosen to focus on, I will be focused on the first whim that hits. I will be focused on something unplanned and unproductive. So anyway, that's a medicine bird walk. The medicine works. It's one component of an effective treatment plan. Getting diagnosed is great. But what do we do while we're waiting for this impending diagnostic appointment? Or what if we can't afford the process? What if we can't afford the doctor's visit? It's still possible to get your shit together. It's still possible to get an idea that you might have ADHD. I can help you with the, I think I might have ADHD component. There's a self-report scale that mental health professionals uh, might use. Uh, it's developed by the World Health Organization. And I'll put a link in the show notes. You'll be able to click on it from the ADHD Big Brother website as well. It'll give you an idea 
if the struggles that you're having are synonymous with ADHD and if it warrants further investigation. So I think it's great. You did have the formal diagnosis of ADHD. It's helpful because it's something I can hang my hat on. I can't get my shit together. Well, it's because I'm debilitated by unmanaged ADHD. Great. I have comorbid depression. All right. That explains a lot. It's nice to have a name for it because now I can treat it. Now I have something to focus on and I can start learning about it and I can hopefully start managing my life accordingly. Now I know that this is about a brain that zips and zaps differently than the society I've been trying to conform to. To them, I fell into this bucket of laziness or being too much, perhaps, and I bought into it. I don't have to buy into that anymore because now I have this answer. So again, diagnosis, yes, great, pursue. And that said, it's never too late or premature, let's say, to start managing your life even as though you have ADHD. You don't have to have an ADHD diagnosis to benefit from the non-medical treatment. The conversations that I've had with people who I've worked with with ADHD and people I know, good friends who aren't ADHD, but who listen to the podcast and have implemented the tools and that I've worked with. And they'll say things like, hey man, this stuff that you talk about, this is good advice for anyone. It's not just for ADHD. And my response to that, it's always like, yeah, okay, that's true. It is. But the thing about normies is that anything will work for a normie. Any advice, motivational things, strategies, any kind of self-help guru thing will work for anybody if they can just do the work. And normies can do the work. They can self-motivate and do the thing. The stuff I teach is specific to people with ADHD because it specifically works for people with ADHD. And it adds elements that normies don't need. A task for a normie can go from A to G. Like A means I'm going to work on a task and G is to get started. They just go right from A to G. Somebody with ADHD needs A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. They need all these steps that lead up to the getting started. These steps will absolutely work for a normie, but they are a necessity for someone with ADHD. So my newest thing that I built for you guys is, well, the first part I didn't build it. It's literally was developed by the World Health Organization. They utilized uh, diagnostic criteria from the DSM, which is the Diagnostics and Statistics Manual of Mental Disorders. It's a thing that's out there. It's used. It's a self-report scale. So I'll give you that You take the test, get a sense of whether or not you have struggles that line up with ADHD, but we'll take it a step further. You'll get a series of follow-up emails that'll guide you through the next steps on your ADHD journey. The first being resources that I recommend, videos, books, part of the education process. My goal here is to get you moving forward. I don't believe you need a formal diagnosis in order to move forward, to get your shit together. So I'll help you to get your shit together. Roll up our sleeves together and let's, I don't know, do we need rubber gloves? How bad is it? I don't care. I'm in. I'm game. Let's go. You can get to a place where once you finally have your diagnosis and then perhaps you have your medicinal support, now you already have your strategies and tools that you've learned, you've practiced, they're in place, and the medicine will aid you in getting it all done. And that's going to wrap it up this week, guys. Good luck on your journey. Click on that link or you can go to ADHDbigbrother.com, get the ADHD test. Let's just get started on how to get started because getting started is really freaking hard for us. And in the meantime, remember, be cool to yourself. Reach out if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. And I hope you have a fantastic week. And I'll talk to you later. Later.